Hey, Pearlside Small Group Leaders, welcome to our weekly small group podcast. This weekend's message was, The Word Keeps Us From Evil, the conclusion to our series, Abide. We got Pastor Billy here. Let's jump into the guide. Yeah, you know, when we think about this weekend's message, one of the main thoughts that we need to take away is that whether we're Christians or non-Christians, we're going to experience evil and opposition from the evil one. And how do we prepare for that? Jesus, we've been looking at these last two weeks, a section in the text that was uh, Jesus's farewell discourse. He was getting ready to leave the earth and preparing his disciples for life without him and the persecution that was going to come. And uh, in today's sermon, we looked at uh, the high priestly prayer. And Jesus is praying for his disciples, knowing the opposition they're going to face and the evil that they're going to encounter. And what's interesting from this is he said, Uh, In the middle of setting them up for the opposition, he said, They are not of this world, just as I am not of this world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. So what was Jesus' solution for the opposition that was going to come? It was being sanctified in the word. In other words, if we want to overcome the evil in this world, we need to be sanctified in the word. And what sanctified simply means is set apart set apart for a special unique purpose so what god is saying is if you want to overcome evil uh, you need to be set apart by the word not living according to the world and the world's values but by living according to the word jesus says you are of this world uh, we are in this world but not of this world in other words we're going to live in a broken world but we need to live not of the world but live according to the word and then he goes on and he says we're, we're here on mission He's sending us into the world, not out of it, but into it. Therefore, all the more we need to be sanctified by the word so that we can uh, go into the world and be on mission. And so, you know, as we reflect on this, the first discussion question, as we always say, is as you reflect on the main thoughts and passages above, what is the Lord highlighting to you and why? And many uh, many people in this moment may reflect on the evil that they face and the challenges that they're facing as we reflect on this fallen world. And uh, as we always say, take a moment, pause there, and let's see what the Holy Spirit is speaking to each person yes. in this moment. Yes, and if you have new people coming for the first time, this is where you kind of want to come with an example that maybe doesn't use a lot of um, heavy Christian language or, or Satan this, Satan that, but really describe a it's situation, a yeah. describe something that would be tangible to them so that then they would be like oh wait yeah I might not be a Christian yet but I can part like yes I I faced something like that you know there's that point of um, what do they call it uh, uh, when you have something in similarity to someone and it helps them engage in conversation yeah yeah I mean that that always happens and so that's why the more we can come as leaders prepared to share something so always come what is the Lord saying to you what Mm -hmm. what did he speak to you through the weekend sermon or what is he speaking to you as you reflect on this so we can get that conversation going and then you milk that as best as you can, let the Holy Spirit flow through that moment. But then we can move on to the second question, which is often a reflection question, right? And look at what it says here. How has the enemy opposed you in the past as you tried to live according to the word? How has living according to the word helped you to overcome? And this is where, again, I would really encourage leaders to prepare. What is something that you would share? How has the enemy opposed you? One of the things that I would probably share in my group is uh, my parents were divorced when I was young. My dad was a drug dealer and got arrested. And so I had to grow up uh, dealing with all of those consequences in my life and realizing that that was the enemy's opposition. Um, I didn't trust people. I had a lot of insecurities. And so that was all the enemy uh, opposing me through the circumstances that I lived in. But it wasn't until I got saved, started coming to church and realized that God was for me and not against me, mm-hmm. right? His word began to set me free from all of the baggage in the past. And I would probably unpack a little bit of that journey 
as well. Yeah, and for me, I think my, I would share of how I used to live by what the world says, and that was that you have to take care of yourself. You can't yeah. trust anybody. Mm -hmm. And so that's how the enemy was active in my life. Great. But applying the word to my saying, no, I need people to be healed. Mm. I need, I can rely on people. God has community for me. Applying that to my life has brought freedom. So there's that's a lot right. of simple answers that will open up conversation and then deeper ones. And hopefully we'll get some things that's out right. and be able to process. Here's them. another one I might share is that, you know, I didn't even realize that it was the enemy that was opposing me. I mm -hmm. thought it was people that right. are just evil. Or you know? yourself. Or myself. Or I even blamed God. I thought mm -hmm. God, I remember praying this when I was looking at God, if you're real, why did you let me go through right. this? Why am I going through this? And I was this? blaming God. And it's funny how we blame God, but don't realize that there was an, an, an enemy, mm -hmm. the devil. And when I got saved, one of the things that really set me free was when I read the Bible and, you know, um, and, and it said, uh, the, the enemy opposes us. Mm -hmm. It's it's the enemy that mm -hmm. comes against us. He comes to steal, kill and destroy. Right. right. Once I realized that, I was like, man, I was blaming God all this time. I should have been blaming the devil. And that helped set me free right. in my life. And see, even just that reflection will help people. Mm -hmm. And you know, sometimes people won't know what to share. It's okay, they can pass. Right. But as they listen to others reflect, particularly the, the hopefully the tripod and other Christians, the Lord will start to un unpack things in their lives as well. And then you can go on to the third question there. How is the Lord challenging you to live on mission to help others to be reconciled to God? What practical steps can you take? This is so important because in Jesus' high priestly prayer, it wasn't just keep them from evil, right? Deliver us, protect us from evil. It was protect us from evil so that we can go into the world and be on mission. That was the whole point. It's why we're here, right? And so uh, if we're not thinking missionally, we're kind of missing the point of all of life. And we overcome truthfully as we live God's purpose for right. our lives, right? That's and that right. is living on mission. And so it's an application. How is he um, challenging you to live on mission? And, and I would encourage you to think about what is it you would share in that? Maybe it's about how you've taken lunch to a coworker or you spent time with someone or doing one-to-one -one with someone. Mm -hmm. But as leaders, we need to be living missionally and sharing what we're doing right. to encourage other folks. So one of the things I might share is, you know, uh, my, my son's basketball team, um, I, I don't just go to watch the games or practices. Like I'm actively talking to parents and trying to connect and build relationships. And that's not like me. I'm an introvert. So it takes a lot of effort to do that. But I know that's what God's calling me to do. And uh, we're encouraged the fact that one family has started coming to our church and we're starting to connect with them more and more and, and trying to find ways to connect with other families and parents. And that's how I know God is challenging me to live on mission. Uh, during this time. Yes, and I love it because it'll lead right into a time of prayer. So make sure you're time managing your group and leave yes. that five to 10 minutes at the end to pray. And, and what we like to do is, is um, pray for each other, right? To live according to the word and resist the evil one, but also pray to reach and be on mission and influence mm -hmm. others. And take the time to pray for each other in a circle, um, really getting people practice praying out loud, yes. getting confident um, in praying together. Mm -hmm. It really builds up their faith. And then you get to celebrate when God comes yeah. through. So and with that last prayer point, you know, I like to have people pray for the person they are reaching out mm -hmm. to. It's something about confessing. God, help me to reach right. out to Joe. When I see him at work tomorrow, God, give me an opportunity, right? So, you know, we pray for one another in that first one. And then do that second round, go around again, and, and, and you pray for the person you're reaching out great. to. And we'll agree with you. And let's, you know, it's just a powerful time Awesome. Together. So have a great small group this week. We're excited to see what God will do. And we will be with you next week. God bless you. Thank you.